everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So today I wanna talk about what it takes to be a great teacher and a great student. Both are important. Now here's the thing, um, you have, we have all, I'm gonna speak for myself, have said, oh man, I suck, or that was terrible, or man, I'm never gonna write on and on and on, the litany of, of self, uh, you know, beating ourselves up. So here's the thing. That is not true. Now, this is very important to listen to. Um, when you play something and go, oh, that was terrible. You played 25 notes and one of them messed up, maybe pretty big. Was that terrible? Did you suck? Was that awful? No. One out of 25 notes you missed or it was sharp or it was whatever. That's only 4% awful. But we say to ourselves, that was terrible. This blanket statement, right? So so two things. First of all, that's bad for your brain. You're going to feel bad about yourself. There is no way everything you did was awful. I don't buy that. Not true. Uh, so be honest with yourself about what was, and you realize like, oh, okay, yeah, the wheels totally came off the cart. That was embarrassing, but there was some stuff that I could keep. So that's always true, right? Now, here's the thing. Here's where the rubber meets the road, and here's where a great teacher and a great student meet, which is, what was it? Don't just, don't cop out and say, oh, that was terrible. Uh-uh. No. Uh, be a little deeper than that. What was terrible? Oh, well, I guess it was the third measure. What in the third measure? Was it notes? Was it time? Was it your pitch? Was it your embouchure? Was it your hand position? Like, what was it? Oh, okay, so now we start analyzing. Now we're getting somewhere. That's what I want to talk about today. And by the way, Jazzwire shirt, right? We have a free one-week trial coming up to offer you guys. So we have this functionality on the site now. So I know hundreds of you have been sort of waiting and wanting to see and maybe not quite understanding what Jazzwire is, the subscription site I have where we have hundreds of musicians on all instruments from about 20 different countries around the world. So um, it's coming up in about a week or two, the functionality of you being able to come in and do a full week trial, be able to look around, see everything, do everything. It's gonna be pretty amazing. So uh, just write me for the information and get put on the list and I'll send you the link when I have it. And I'll, of course, I'll be announcing it next week or the following week. Um, so to come in and actually see what's happening inside Jazzwire. And let me give you a hint. This is the, one of the smallest things about Jazzwire. We have almost 200 Digging Deeper videos. And I can't tell you how many times a week someone says, uh, have you ever done anything about articulation? Or which video was it where you did a lick by Clifford Brown? Or on and on and on. Or where should I start? There's 200 videos. Well, I tell you what, you can see on the screen right now. Here's a functionality we have inside Jazzwire where you can look by category. What, what are the videos where Jeff had a lick to offer us? What were the videos where Jeff talked about phrasing? Well, not only do we have a list, but it's hyperlinked. It takes you right to the video inside Jazzwire, takes you right to the PDF. So people that subscribe to Jazzwire have this really, really organized in a number of different ways list and compendium of all the Digging Deeper videos. It's pretty cool. Okay, so let's um, dig in now to this idea of being a great student and a great teacher. So for instance, the song Donna Lee has been kicking my butt for 35 years, maybe longer. But when I say, oh, this song kicks my butt, what I mean is one place kicks my butt. Let me see if I can make this mistake for you. <laughs> Uh, 
and there it was. So on the tenor sax, my excuse, tenor sax, this tune fits kind of bad on the horn, and I, I have to go way down to my second lowest note, and that leap down in the fifth measure is hard to do. So there, when I get everything just right, I can make it speak. But in the heat of battle, it's so hard to do. And you probably heard me, I was maybe overdoing it. I was, you know, doing too much. So we could argue it's still not ready for prime time. So that was an issue I had for the longest time of playing this tune. And the wheels would come off the cart, but I was never really, well, I didn't know why. I would just say like, that melody is hard. Well, when I realized that there's one part of the melody that for me is the hard part, that's when I started making uh, some track, getting some traction on this. And when I got to the place where that was a little more fluid, I could get through that fifth measure pretty easily. Lo and behold, the I wasn't worried about the fifth measure for the first four measures. And then I wasn't, you know, staggering around trying to recover from the fifth measure not working through measures six, seven, eight, nine, and into the rest, of, you know. So yes, fixing one little thing. So that's huge, right? Think about what a teacher does. What is it that I get paid to do all day long? I do two things. I get paid to listen really hard and sort out what that is for you. Because most students don't do that work of figuring out what is the one thing that's going wrong. And I really do want to pick very often one thing. What is the biggest thing? What is the most dramatic thing? What is the one thing that we could change to make the most impact in your playing? Like literally make you a different player in two weeks. That's what I'm after. And then my only other job is maybe I offer some ideas of how to fix it. Lots of times I don't have to. When I say, what's up with that low note in the fifth measure? Just play it for me. And the person will play it and they're like, oh yeah, we're right. Well, I wonder what's going on. And very often I'll sit there and see if they can figure it out. I got to tell you, half, three quarters of the time, people will figure it out, whether it's a, you know, the instrument speaking thing, whether it's a hand position thing, whether it's a time thing on the, whatever it is, just pointing out the issue, very often people are able to sort of self-correct very quickly. So you can do some of this on your own, where when you identify that spot in the tune and figure out what's going on and see if you can analyze it yourself, some at the time, that works. So, Donnelly, let me try it again. Okay, I got it. And so I figured out a particular saxophone thing I have to do with my embouchure, this horn, this reed, that mouthpiece. There's a thing I've learned, and it's actually kind of recently. For 30 years, I didn't know this thing. Recently, I've learned this thing. Here's the thing more pressure on top of the mouthpiece. There, now you know. Um, that one thing is magic, and it works like crazy. So let's look at one other idea, um, and this is more of an improvisation thing. So this is the second point on the sheet. Of course, I'd love to email you this sheet. So the last uh, measures four and three from the end of the tune. A lot of you will recognize it's a three, six, two, five progression. So it's not really rocket science, right? But I gotta tell you, 
a lot of the people in the red community in Jazzwire uh, and the green community in Jazzwire are working on this exact thing. People who are novices, lower intermediate, intermediate, we're still trying to you know, gain that ability to weave our way through chords. And of course, as the chords get faster, that's a harder thing to do. So this is exactly what I do inside Jazzwire. When somebody posts a recording of them playing, I will listen and say, you know, measure nine and 10. That's where you're falling down. Or measure 30 and 31 or whatever it is and point out that's where I want you to put some extra effort this week. Or to the point of don't practice the other 30 measures for five days. Just practice this. Make it stronger than the rest of it. That is what being a good student is all about, is what is it digging deeper, right? So let me do this. I'm just gonna loop these four measures for you. And what I'm gonna do is try to get inside the chord. So I'm gonna be playing lots of chord tones and maybe lots of enclosures, lots of things to help us um, really hear. I'm trying to communicate to you that I'm nailing these chord changes. I don't wanna play over them. Um, I wanna be really inside the chords. Right, so were you surprised that that was slower than you expected? Because you know that Donna Lee gets played at what? 200, 250, 280 on the metronome and I was playing at 100. Why was I doing that? Because that is great practice. So there, my goal, remember when I said what I was trying to do? Um, that I was trying to be inside the changes and really carve the changes and be, did I say anything about playing fast? No. So there's another place where we go wrong which is you set you, well, first of all, we just practice with no goal. You say you're gonna go work out, but you just sort of jump around and move around the gym. That ain't working out. You, you go to that station, you go to that station, you work on biceps today, you work on your back tomorrow. So first of all, what are you working on? Tell yourself, write it down, say it out loud, and commit to what you're working on now. So I said I was gonna practice the changes, and now to be successful with what I wanna practice, why would I do it at 280, where I can barely keep up, let's say? No, that's not it. So um, allow yourself to practice so slowly. So that's another approach, right? So when you say you're gonna practice something, only judge yourself on that. So I like a lot of what I did there. There was nothing wrong. I don't think there was anything unclear. Some of the things I preferred over the others, but I'm not judging myself that I was playing Donna Lee at 100 or that I was playing two measures of Donnelly and not all 32 measures of Donnelly. You get it? So the whole point of the video today is how to be a better student for one and my strong advice that you find a great coach because that is where we light fire to this fuel, right? So that's 
where we want to get going. So it was kind of a conceptual session today. Part of it was, you know, playing a melody. Part of it was improvising over chord changes. So whether you're a classical musician, whether you're an improvising musician, whether you play rock, whatever it is, you can use this stuff, right? So I hope you have some really good ideas for how to get ahead. That's the whole point of the Digging Deeper series, right? And now I want you guys to come in and look at Jazzwire and see how I do this with all the people inside Jazzwire and how we do it with each other. That's the thing, is it's not the Jeff show inside Jazzwire where Jeff has all the answers. That's ridiculous, I don't have all the answers. I'm very good at listening and guiding people and everything, but the point about Jazzwire is how everybody works together. We all listen to each other. It works really, really well. You don't have to have a fancy handful of degrees like I do to do this work. So, hope you enjoyed this. I would love to hear in the comments what you got from this. Was there something, you know, I don't know if any of this was brand new. Maybe it was for some of you. Was there something that where the light bulb went off. I want to know about that because when you acknowledge that, first of all, it's nice for me to know, but when you acknowledge it, it takes it one step further for you, right? And you may get your instrument out and give it a try. So I hope you found some value here. I hope I'm going to see you inside Jazzwire coming up. Send me an email and I will get you the uh, code for a free week trial so you can really see what's up with Jazzwire. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.